everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports and welcome back to the Villa, the Villa Villa, where we cover Austin Villa. Uh, and we're joined, as always, by Aaron Slater. Coming off a win, Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing so good right now. Just like every Villa fan alike, we are doing great this weekend and this week entirely. What a way to kick it off. Yeah, so we are literally, what, like an hour post-match here? About, yeah, I'll give that. So, 2-1 victory over Mr. City. What did you see out there? Um, this match was better in the terms of possession um, versus the Chelsea match, which we'll discuss after this one. Um, I thought that Ashley Young still looks like his age and he can't read a ball to save his life, um, which is what happened for uh, Harvey Barnes. He read the ball so well, had a great touch and scored off of it later on, but it wasn't, it was, you know, it is what it is. Um, Phil still grabbed three points and it was fantastic. Um, I thought our passing out of the gate was better. It was more of an emphasis, but we were still a little chaotic and sloppy as the game progressed. Um, Emmy Buendia finally got his first assist for the club this uh, this year, this season. Uh, it was a great, great pass to Watkins. Uh, he was able to collect it and somehow like be able to scuff it and score at the same time. He was able to just like it was it was such a poor shot that it somehow made it look so beautiful because it went in the back of the net. <laughs> uh, other than that, this game was like, it was very much um, also a bend don't break. Uh, the The defense was all right this match. We play high press, so balls that go direct Villa are going to struggle with. But we handled them as far as uh, the balls that did get over the top, we collected and were able to sweep it away or send it back to Emmy, and he's able to uh, start a transition back the other way. Other than um, Lester did have a clear attacking plan, it was to attack Ashley Young. All, all, all but two shots that they had were on his side of the pitch. Um, but other than that, Villa played well, um, well enough. They did get a little bit of favor in the second half where there was a red card. Um, it was a two yellows. Drewsbury Hall collected one of the 64th, and then he was like a minute and a half away from getting subbed on. He just needed to stop and play, subbed off, excuse me. And he fouled Ashley Young, and he got that second yellow, and that gave us a little bit more breathing room and be able to work with the possession. That's why our possession numbers are crazy in this particular match. It's like 70%, I believe. Um, it, it's something crazy. Uh, the second goal uh, was very much out of nowhere. Uh, we happened just to be a player, happened to be there at the right place at the right time. Bertrand Traore. Bertrand Traore. Um, it was a really poor clearance from Nindini, who just... Also, ex-Villa player, I believe. No, I take that back. I'm so sorry. That is not true. But he can be for this match because he did give it to Bertrand Traore, who fired it into the in the top net. 
Uh, it mm -hmm. was fantastic. He just seemed so surprised, and it was such an uplifting feeling for Bertrand Traore, who had has had a run of injuries, who went to the Turkish club, who got called back, who finally is healthy, and now we get to we finally get to see him score a goal. When he scores goals, it's so slick. It's so slick. But this game was great. We got three points, and it's fantastic. And that was the difference, of course, uh, in, yep. the, in the match. So, Aaron, I feel like we say it every uh, every week, but, like, just cruising up these standings. Seventh place right now. Granted, seventh. you know, a game in hand over some of the clubs, but seventh place, damn it. So we're going to enjoy it now. Um, any thoughts on Saturday's match against Chelsea? Saturday's match was a little bit different than uh, this one, uh, the Leicester match anyway. Chelsea had way more possession in this match, and that's how Chelsea play. They play with a lot of uh, bark and no bite. If you look at their stat, they, mm -hmm. their XG was actually putting them at uh, 2.16, and they came up with a fat goose egg. The first goal that was scored for Villa uh, was a mistake by Kukurea, pretty much. He did. He had no business being where he needed to be. He headed it the wrong way. He had Kulabale, Kubale, Kulabale right behind him, who could have just collected it with his foot, and it would have been done and over with. Ali Watkins said, "Nah, I'm going to make this run behind you guys and collect this and score score a goal that uh, chipped over Kepa." Uh, it was still nervy throughout the rest of the time because they have this great buildup in play, but just no show for it. There was a point where Chilwell had put a ball in the back of the net, but had committed a foul on Ashley Young, pushed him in the back, and you just can't do that. Yeah, no, that's uh, I again. Limited soccer knowledge here. That's why we have you and Rhett. But uh, as far as I'm, I know, that's not something that uh, really goes over very well. Yeah, that doesn't fly. So <laughs> the, the second half we move in and, you know, it's more of the same. Um, it was a bend, don't break defense. And it definitely showed uh, Tyrone Mings had a good match. Uh, Ezri Kanza had a good match. His name just escaped me. That was crazy. Um John McGinn had an excellent match, and he was the guy who actually put put that nice little two-goal buffer on for Villa this match. It was off of a set piece. Uh, it was a poor cross corner, excuse me, poor corner from Douglas Luiz, who's been actually taking really poor corners personally. Uh, I don't know if he's – ever since he scored that goal uh, for off of Arsenal, that's when it was, from the corner. He just has been putting in really poor corners for me, uh, for Villa, not for me. Um, <laughs> well, for your enjoyment. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, it was collected by, I don't remember who the player was, but it was eventually passed out to Ramsey who found um, McGinn, who put in an absolute screamer and it was 50 goal, 50 matches since his last goal. And I, this dude's celebration is awesome like did you get to see the highlight of that just his no, celebration can you, can you break it down for for everyone his, his celebration so hold on i gotta it's let me take my glasses off real quick because it doesn't work otherwise it's this Very it's nice. fantastic 
it's honestly the best one of the best celebrations ever to watch this meatball run around and have have, the, have like a mask on mm-hmm. um a lot of acolytes actually came from this game too um we got to see we got to see emmy martinez have the most clean sheets uh within 100 matches as a as a goalkeeper in the premier league um and i think he hit it with 34 35 i can't remember the number off the top of my head which is fantastic yeah um he has been an absolute cornerstone for villa so this has been a very nice um very nice acolyte for him and to do it against chelsea too nonetheless it's fantastic uh, Ollie yeah, especially Watt. with all their uh, controversy the last yeah. few months. I'm yeah. Sure nice. And he refueled that too with uh, when he went back home during the international break. Everybody was up in arms because he did it again. They're like, whatever, guys. Just let, just do whatever. Does it really bother you that much? That's that's how I feel. I'm, right. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Nope. Just going to okay. stop yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ollie Watkins became the first uh, Aston Villa player to score five consecutive, well, technically now six consecutive, but at the moment it was five consecutive away goals. Um, so now he's built that he built that to six with the goal against Leicester. Um, another crazy stat for him. Uh, he is one of three players to score double digit goals in the last three seasons. Um being Mo Salah and Harry Kane are in company with him. So those are some big names so right there to be yeah. a part of. Uh, but overall, that particular match for this for Chelsea, um, you know, we took our chances when we needed to. We capitalized on them. We only took five shots, but we only needed two goals. Actually, we only needed a goal. So uh, it was it was good to see the. Uh, the the team step up and work as a collective to see out the match. Uh, other than that, I think we could have done a little better with passing because it wasn't great, but obviously the next match day, it was more of an emphasis. Right. But, you know, is what it is. We're here. Yeah. All right. So big picture, how are you feeling about this team? You know, this team feels great. And the possibility of Europe is on the table. All right, tell me about that. Villa fans, we got to be happy because we are sitting seventh right now, who we're, where we never thought was going to be. We dreamed this would be this year. There's a couple teams who have a match in hand. Whatever, we'll be fine because it's Liverpool and Brentford and Fulham, and they still have to play, I believe. Um, but I... I it's not out of the realm of possibility. We really could go to Europa this year. You know, we could qualify for Europa. It's not Liverpool is struggling. Brentford might lose their top striker. Fulham struggling. Chelsea, we obviously know how they're doing. Brighton is really the only team that is going to be our team to get over the hurdle. So it's not, we're there. We're there. We just got to keep believing. All right, everyone out there, keep believing. Uh, Aaron, anything else that we didn't touch on yet that you wanted to? 
Um, we need to find a new right back personally, but okay. <laughs> I, like, I love cash cash gets injured too much. I don't care for young. I've, I've made that very clear on this, in this, uh, channel here. Um, and we need to find either youth or experience. I, I can't tell somebody dependable. Let's put right. it that way. Right. But other than that, this, this, what a way to start April. Yeah. Take six points. I, we talked about in the last video, you know, it would be important to get, to get as many points and on the right foot. And this is, we're doing it. This is what a champion, this is how champions play. Definitely. I love it. I, like I, I've said a bunch, I think it's so exciting that we came in at this like perfect, like transitional period, new manager, yep. now a lot of success and hopefully it just keeps on going. Cause these are, these are good vibes to the moon, baby. We're going Absolutely. to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So anything you want to promote before we get on out of here? Sure do. Uh, myself and Rhett, who does the way West stand. Uh, and that's an Arsenal little shout out there. Uh, we have our own little spinoff podcast called Swinging at Shins. Um, if you guys want to catch us there, we'll discuss more about Premier League news, people getting sacked. It's going to be packed this week, to be honest. I didn't expect this. It's fantastic. <laughs> so this is the week to listen if you haven't listened already. Link. Hell yeah first link in the description as always it's swinging the chins so uh other than that and thank you so much for your time thank you brian and stay here subscribe we get tons of sports videos almost every day on this channel uh then we also have our main channel looking at everything and our podcasting channel if you like television recaps stuff like that better radio this channel is always sponsored by it you can see it down on there but uh other than that, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you in the next one. Thank you, everybody.